Hey everyone, it's uh, the Situation Podcast. We are back for uh, 2016. I'm your host, Layton, and I'm here with uh, Damon in D.C. How you doing, Damon? I'm out here. I'm tired. I'm exhausted, but uh, I'm here for the people. <laughs> yes, and uh, we've also got uh, Alex out in sunny, beautiful uh, Los Angeles. How you doing, Alex? Uh, first of all, those are both lies. It is hot as hell out here. It is great here. It is, uh, uh, as you know, San Francisco does not get too warm, so it's still always like really hot here at 80, so it's great. Yeah, all right, cool. It's 94 degrees. It's not cool. We are in a drought. We are in a heat wave. Uh, yeah. So. Rain the last couple of weekends. Last for, for us, so it's great. I must be not, that must be nice. Yes, it's, it's actually it was actually very, very nice. Like, and today I was able to, to just wear a short sleeve t-shirt, which was, which was great. It's not something normal in San Francisco. Yeah, well, um, you can take but, the jacket with you. Well, you got to keep one in your bag. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, when, when it, it gets, it is Nighttime gets here. It, it, it is San Francisco. It could drop down to 40 degrees at any moment. Yeah, that um, 40 degree the temperature difference out there is no joke. Yeah. All right, guys. We, we uh, have – it has been a couple months since we last recorded. I really wanted to get us back in. I've been out of the sitcom watching game, and I just want to hear about what the heck is going on. Uh, with with sitcoms and I, um, the only thing that I've been watching, uh, really, is uh, the Netflix sitcom Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I enjoyed. I think we all enjoyed the first season a lot, um, but uh, the second season uh, dropped on April fifteenth, and uh, since then I've managed. Yep, and and uh, I think this season also delivered very well. It expanded. Um, the show beyond uh, just Kimmy, I think Titus and uh, Jacqueline have all um, become um, Jackie Lynn. Their own. Jackie Lynn. Her name is Jacqueline. That's what uh, Kimmy calls her. Jackie Lynn. Uh, White. Miss <laughs> uh, <laughs> White. Uh, uh, One yes. of the best jokes. Uh, so yeah. So it. Um, you know, all, those are the three kind of main characters. Uh, this season, uh, we've got uh, Titus kind of growing as a person. He gets into a relationship with a construction worker. Jackie's trying to deal with um, trying to deal with uh, her uh, divorce from her rich husband. Um, she develops a rivalry with uh, Brittany Snow as a uh, she does a and she kind of tries to become a good person, uh, quote unquote, compared to what she was in season one. Um, we've also got uh, Kimmy. Um, Trying to branch out herself, and she, in the world, she 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 learned she's developed throughout the season. She's kind of developed some sort of repressed um, anger issues throughout the season, uh, and uh, so she she starts going to therapy. Um, are you, have you guys caught up to who her therapist is? I no, I haven't caught up that far. Okay, her therapist is played by a very famous comedian. Uh, and um, so um, the comedian leads to um, uh, her kind of a realization that she has a lot of anger towards her mother. And uh, then in the season finale, Kimmy kind of confronts her mother, who's also played by who's another great comedian. Uh, and uh, it is you might a, as well drop the names, late. Uh, well, I can I'll, I'll at least tell you that 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 the therapist is played by Tina Fey. And oh. There's some, and uh, she plays like an alcoholic therapist. Oh, um, throughout the season, also there's some. I noticed that there's some great, some some 
some product placement. There's a there's an there's an Airbnb blatant uh, mm-hmm. product placement, and then there's also um, Kimmy Kimmy's job once she's not working for Jacqueline anymore since she's poor. She is that she becomes a, an Uber driver, and that pretty much gives her a job where she can just do whatever she wants, basically. But yeah, but within that, there's a whole bunch of uh, bunch of jokes related to Dong and his um, um, his situation with immigration. Just there's a lot of really good stuff. Gentrification of Brooklyn. Jokes about hipsters. Um, I am real. I really enjoyed uh, the season. I'm not as sure if it is. It hits the high funny notes compared to uh, last season, but there's definitely stuff I like. There is the um, the parody of now. That's what I call music. Um, there's a parody of now. That's which is which is uh, which is called like now. That's nearly the music that I remember. Which is they take <laughs> they literally take famous songs and like they, they sing them with the same melody but with uh, totally different lyrics. They're like with Umbop, they were like flip flop, left flip flop and stuff like that. Uh, Umbop was one of the ones, and uh, so a lot of a lot of great jokes. Um, I I I it's totally worth uh, watching. A lot of great cameos. We got Jeff Goldblum in there. You got um, Fred Armisen again. Fred Armisen, yes, he, Fred he Armisen. plays Robert Durst, the Robert Durst. Uh, or I'm sorry, Bobby Durst. Bob, Bobby yeah. Durst, yeah. Uh, and uh, yes, so some. We've got uh, Zosia Mamet from uh, Girls. Uh, Zosia, she's yep. yeah. Yep, yeah. she's in there as a, as a hipster. Uh, and uh, you know Tina Fey, and then uh, who else? Uh, uh, David Cross. David Cross shows up. Uh, he, yep. he he plays uh, a love interest, uh, and uh, yeah, so a lot, a lot of good stuff. Um, now Alex, you've been watching uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, what what what's uh, what did you get up to, and uh, what do you think about this season compared to even last season? Uh, I'm up to episode six right now. Uh, I like it so far. And actually, I was talking to David about this earlier before uh, we started recording. And I like the show. I think it's good. I think some of the plot lines are a little slow. However, you know, I did tell him that Titus and Jackie Lynn, to me, have the best plot lines in the series right now for the season. And they have been firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. So I'm enjoying it right now. I think a lot of the jokes are really great. Like the Uber the Uber and the Airbnb joke like was right on the nose. Really good stuff. I'm enjoying the show. I want to see where it goes. I think one thing that I do want, I think I'm not getting enough John Hamm flashbacks. I need more Um, Hamm. If the Hamm bone ain't in there, dude, I need more of it. So don't ruin it for me, but I'm mm -hmm. hoping that I do get some more John Hamm because he was hilarious last season, and I just think they need to go back, you know, and pull that up a little bit. He's really good now. Like, where he is in his career, he's really good. Yes, I uh, I think you can expect him in season three. That's that's all I can say. Nice, cool. So yeah, I'm 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 with it. I, I think the show I think the show's good. Um, I think you know you just mentioning right now that you know a third season. I think that is my fear though with this show is like how much material are they going to continue to go with? I mean, yeah, you know, Kimmy is this you know childlike woman, but. I mean, how how far can they take that that angle? You know, and so that the thing that's the thing that bothers me. You know, if it can go beyond the third season, or even if a third 
because it can keep it as funny and as fresh as these two seasons have been. Oh my gosh, I forgot to mention Amy Sedaris shows up. Uh, yes, as Mimi yes. Yes. yes, which I think she was a breath of uh, a breath, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's a breath of fresh air, and I do like how her character is very random, and she is random in the in the sense of. She will just appear, and you're like, "What the hell is she doing here?" Uh, she just goes for it. I'll just say that. Oh, she is kooky as hell, dude. She is out of her mind in the show. Yeah. So yeah, I'm loving it. But yeah, you know, that, other than that, I think it's good. I think people should continue to watch and and support it. Um, you know, I I think if anything, people got to get behind Titus. Yes. Yes. I, Titus I... also. Oh my God, what was the geisha name he had for himself? I forgot, but. That alone, just and Damon for you, I think that's the third episode of the season you have to watch. The, the Titus one man show or where he show. Did, where he where he, the one man show well one man show where he plays one of his past lives uh, as a geisha yeah and uh, and uh, so, some Asian yeah some Asian folks don't like it and then uh, <laughs> they show up to protest let's let's just let's just, uh, let's just one of the jokes was they had like a hitler list or something like that like people that top were like top five hitlers top hitler. five hitlers and, and hitler didn't even make list. like hitler didn't even make the list <laughs> so uh it's, it's, yeah it's i think it's good man i think it's good stuff dude yeah um also some some good episodes with the other girls uh from the bunker also, um, they're back. You've probably um, only seen one, right? You've probably, you've probably, you've I've probably, only seen one. With the one the, the one that joins the cult, yeah. Uh, when it tries to join the cult, that was heavily hinted at being kind of like a certain church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're about a uh, knowledge, you know, a knowledge based church. Yes. You know that has a boat. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's so good stuff there. Um, now, Damon, have what? What have you? What, did Did you see any of season two? We saw the first episode, mm-hmm. so roughly yep. um, the Ronald Wilkerson episode. Yeah, and the uh, the dance number with the Paula Abdul duet at the end was giving me all types of life. It, it was giving me all types of life, man. <laughs> I was really, was really good. like I, I was really just excited that they leaned so heavily on Titus out the gate. Um, yeah, that shit was good. Yeah, they they definitely uh, branch it out there. Um, also, uh, yeah, I forgot I forgot uh, Joshua Jackson has uh, has has a, has a good cameo. Uh, yes, yes, he does. He does. What was that the fourth episode? Fourth. I don't remember, but I think it, that was the fourth episode. He it's showed an extended up. Dawson's Creek. Yeah, uh, reference. Yeah, reference that that is just. It was good. Though. As someone who watched a lot of Dawson's Creek, uh, it it, uh, it it really. I don't want to wait. I, I I mean before we start singing the song, I think we really need to talk about the fact that Lake just told us that he watched a lot of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, man. I was trying to it's ignore stuff. it. I wanted, I wanted to ignore that stuff. he was watching the Dawson, but So the know. weird thing is I also oh, used to God. watch Dawson's Creek. So um, oh, what is wrong with you too? It's good. Show's show. good. I, Show's I mean, good. Like, uh, you know, it. it uh, you guys probably watched Felicity too, didn't you? Uh, no, well, I you did. know what? I did not particularly watch Felicity, but I, I watched watch really Felicity. Watched. Thank but you. I was all for Joey Potter back in the day, so you're not going. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, actually, I was. I, I at the time I was more into the more spectacular ability, which was Michelle Williams. So I don't know. That's really funny. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't about the friend, the, the plain Jane friend, man. Come on. 
Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, Eventually, I I I, I kind of understood, but you know. Yeah. Man. Okay. John. John. Man. You guys. There's a lot happening <laughs> right now. Ugh. I know it's hurting. Ugh. It is. My Joshua Jackson knowledge goes as far as Mighty Ducks and uh, one Fringe? episode of Fringe. Fringe. Or? One episode. One episode. His his wife is banging though. Yeah. Oh, his wife is absolutely banging. I'm all about that Diane Kruger. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I, hey, that's an alabaster princess right there. <laughs> she's got a, yeah, she's that pure um, German wife. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, um, yeah. So, them blue eyes. K- Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, <laughs> I I actually really very, very based on the uh, based on the season finale. I oh, am okay. eagerly awaiting uh, next season. Um, now I have got a, I've got a list of shows here. I've I've been totally out of it, other than Kimmy, uh, other than Kimmy Schmidt. I'm gonna kind of go in like uh, I'm just gonna go in like a random order for myself. But um, now you guys have both seen Blackish. I want you guys to talk about the um, the Black Lives Matter episode and just your general thoughts on this season of uh, just Blackish. Just give me some give me some thoughts. We're we're almost at the end of the, of the uh, second season of Blackish. So just uh, Damon, what why don't you talk about it? You you have you have family and kids. You you probably related to that episode a little bit. Uh, it's what, what it's difficult for me to relate to that because my kids aren't that old yet. Yeah. But there's that episode of Black is basically harking back to the, like the episode of you know different strokes where you know people got molested or you know the very very special episodes you know the the Saved by the Bell when Jesse was on speed. You know what I mean like the. The, the Carlton episode and the Fresh Prince, like all of that stuff, like it was that episode. It's the one that you remember. It's the one that you know. It talks about. You don't love me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, not even, like that wasn't even a very special episode. That was just a regular ass episode, which Will decided to <laughs> completely improvise the last scene. That whole part of the scene was improvised. Oh really? I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Wait, Wait it was. Yeah. Oh man, dude had a full ride to MIT before he became the Fresh Prince. He he, him and his pops had a deal. He said, "Look, if you give me a year with this rap stuff, if it doesn't work in a year, I'll go to MIT and fulfill my scholarship." So clearly, he never went to MIT. Well, like, you know, Will's brilliant. I would, yeah. He's not. I mean, he's not like regular. Just because you went to MIT does not mean that you're a great actor, though. So that, that no, was no, not no. necessarily... It has absolutely uh, nothing to do with being a great actor. It's about him being incredibly bright. That's... Well, yes, that's true. Dude is incredibly bright. So that one scene where, you know, why don't he want me... You know, that is all improv. The tears, well, the whole joke. You know, I'm going to get me a fly <laughs> honey without him. You know, I'm going to have me some beautiful kids without him. All of that. Straight up and down. So, uh, this episode of Black is harking back to those days of a very special episode. You know, the the ending, it was a cold close. There was no joke. There was no punchline. It was what life is like for black folks in America in a way that is sobering and scary for even people who might even be mixed. For people who kind of sit I wouldn't even say on the fringes of blackness, but don't necessarily think about the implications of what it means to be black all the time. Because some of us don't have to live in that reality. Some of us have the ability mm, this is true. to not have to think about that shit all the time. But for the people that do, 
that episode speaks to that moment, and that shit is real. I think it, yeah, it was one. It, it was one of those episodes that like it, it had that moment where it had a, a, a impact, and like I, you know, I sat down with 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 my girl and watched it, and you know, I think she she gathered more of it. Not to say that she was oblivious to you know any of the struggles or plights or the things that you know, I deal with or, you know, we deal with as people being African-American, but there's a, there's a difference. Like, you know, we live in Los Angeles and Los Angeles is a very big city and it's very spread out and it's very very divided. Like she grew up living in the Valley and not saying that the Valley was all sweet, but she lived in the Valley in a place of relative, you know, security and where these things weren't, you know, part of everyday life and things that she hundred percent understood. She knows that they happen. She knows the reality of the world, but to actually really see the impact in that episode, you know, was important versus me being someone that, you know, grew up in Los Angeles, grew up in South Central, you know, grew up during a period where, you know, down the street from my house, you know, they were burning places down during the riots and we were stuck indoors and people were looting. And, you know, you, you, you deal with, you know, being a black man and, you know, getting pulled over by cops and, and that fear and that thing. And it's something that, you know, she, you know, I could tell her about and she can understand it when I told her about it. But to watch that episode and actually see, you know, what's happening and the impact and how this can affect families and affect people of color and, you know, how we as a people, you know, have to deal with this because it's one of those things that, you know, like Damon said, is we can't go home at the end of the day and, and wash the, the, the skin tone off of us. We can't go home at the end of the day and just say, hey, I'm going to stop looking like this. I'm going to go home and I'm no longer going to make myself a threat or I'm no longer going to put myself in that situation because it doesn't it doesn't matter no matter what we do and no matter what stature or status we get in the world or society that we think we've gotten that this will always happen. It'll always bring us back down to this situation that when it comes to it, you know, we still have a, a fear of police. We still are, you know, minimalized as a people, as a culture. Um, you know, our culture can be appropriated as much as it wants to for mass consumption, you know, for businesses to make money and things like that. But then when the reality of it happens and these things happen, you know, it's it's ignored. And it's like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. And to to not not make light of it, but it's it's something that like you know, I always refer to, and it has some truth to it, is on the Chappelle show when Paul Mooney said, everybody wants to be a nigga, but, but nobody wants to be, be a nigga. Absolutely. A nigga. And that's what it is. You know, and so for me, that episode was very powerful, and I think it's something that, like, anybody in a family that is an African-American family, a mixed family um, of, of people of color, is that you sit down and watch this episode because this is the reality, and it's an unfortunate thing that being a person of color and and dame you gonna have to deal with this i'll deal with it Layton, you know if you you jump a broom and have children you'll <laughs> deal with it as well is that you're gonna have that talk and explain it to your kids about you know this is what happens with police and that these things can happen and that we can be assaulted or we can lose our lives and it can be just you know overlooked and that black lives do matter hey. and that for the longest time you know even though we have thought that like we have made progression and things like that, we're still ignored. You know, we will forever until this world ends. I don't care what happens. I don't care what census numbers happen. We will always be a minority. 
Well, it's like this. No matter how many minorities grow. It's just a very simple question. Why is my life worth less than yours? Exactly. That's what happens in this country. Why is it that people screamed and hollered about the burning down of a building in Baltimore and we didn't talk about the lives that were lost and the injustices that were done? That's, that's the crux of that entire argument. You know, I'm sorry we ain't funny off this shit, but the shit is real. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I think... And Shout I out to Kenya sure. Barris for handling it this way, though. Exactly. I, I, I must give that dude a lot of props. You're like, number one, I don't think people truly realize just how much of his life he's opened up for the show. Like, his wife is really a biracial doctor named Rainbow. Like, her name is Rainbow Barris. So, he's given us an, a look into his life in a way that most people will never truly understand. He wears Jordans. So, when you, when you see Dre... And you see, like, all of his you know, idiosyncrasies towards always having fly kicks. That's because Kenya Barris always has to have dope pair of Jordans on. He goes to press events with, you know, suited out with some Jordans on. That That's his thing. So, dude's giving us a, a look into his life that's really, really unprecedented. And shout out to him for that, man. But he's, 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 changing, he's changing the way people look at black families. Um, real quick, I thought, yeah. But before we move on to something else, I, I just want to let y'all know this shit. So, the dude in my office, his daughter, said that she doesn't watch Blackish because it's not realistic. There are no black people who live like that. Bullshit. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, white guy, white, white, white daughter. Of course, or, or of black? course, of course, yes. Wait, there was a white person. Yeah. That said that. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe she maybe she works for BuzzFeed. I don't know. Oh, oh! Uh, so with the twenty-seven questions that black people want to ask black people, <laughs> that, yeah, that yeah. shit is. Let's awful. not even go there. Let's oh, let's, let's not, not get there. that shit anymore, Sean. But yeah, but because we'll end up on one of their fucking lists or some shit like that. Fuck out of here! Twenty-seven podcasts people don't listen to. <laughs> I, you know, I couldn't even watch. I couldn't. I could not even watch that entire video. I, I watched like a minute and I was like, Yeah, I got about ninety seconds in and I had to turn it off. But I didn't I'll, watch it. I just wrote. I read all the articles and think pieces about it. The think like, pieces are better than more. Well, I knew it was stupid from the get go. The first time I, I saw it get brought up on the internet, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here with this shit!" And I, I I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be real. All of those black, and I know they got to keep their job, but all of those black people that work at BuzzFeed, because I see them in the videos, I see them there. I know they work there. They should have looked at that shit and been like, "Get the fuck out of here! We will right. not do this." They should have stood up and been like. Nah, yeah, they should you guys be. take this and go somewhere yeah, who was like, else with it. From, was not, from what I go ahead, Blake. Uh, from what I hear, it's that uh, the BuzzFeed video team is different than the Buzz, BuzzFeed writing team because the uh, the girl, the black woman who does that podcast, the popular podcast um, from BuzzFeed, she's like, uh, I'm not even associated with that, you know. Shit. Yeah, like they didn't come Dude, for her for that. Uh, okay, here goes the thing. I don't exactly believe that, only for the sheer fact, dude, that some of those people that do the videos are writers. They do come up with them articles. Now, maybe she wasn't one, but some of the people in that video are involved in the writing of that fucking show. Uh, or not that show, but them articles and the shit like that, dude. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can I can forgive her for saying that, but I'm not being I'm not gonna forgive all those people for being involved. All I'm they gonna look say at is that there there are different ways to look at this shit. Like you don't know what's happening on the other side of your house if you're not watching it. So you doing your job throughout the day. Shit happens when you're not watching. That shit got out. Think about all the different little videos that get made that you didn't even know were get made at the time until they come out. 
That shit True. came out. It was a bad look. But mm-hmm. we say all that to say, there are people who still believe in the stereotype of what it is to be black. So when they see something like blackish, they think it is a caricature. They believe that there are no black people who make a lot of money. There are no black people who who have problems of, you know, coming from, you know, meager means and then amassing a ton of dough, but still wanting your children to have the same foundation and you know feelings that you have coming up. And that should, that is a constant struggle. Think about all the black folks who came from not a whole lot, made their way out through, you know, blood, sweat and tears to give their kids a better life. But once their kids got the better life, we're still dying to make sure that they kind of remembered and thought about what it was like to not have all that shit. It's a really strange right. dichotomy that not many people understand. You know, there are some I kind of align to um, second generation immigrants. Folks who mm-hmm. you know are, are native, like native uh, Spanish speakers, they want their children to come to this country, assimilate, do well, but they also still want them to be able to speak Spanish, and you know kind of hold on to the culture. That that is really really difficult. Thing is, black folks been here since we started this fucking country. Let that shit settle. <laughs> First of all, keyword started this country built this country mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what anybody says built off our backs and we still got to deal with this problem and I, I think even going even further I think there is on top of that dichotomy there's still that other side that like even though just like you said you know co-workers daughters like oh, I don't believe black people live like this we got the other side of it that you do have black people that pull themselves out and take themselves to a higher level and have children and then want to deny you know saying where they came from like it's such a bad thing like, for me, I'm like, look, man, you need to understand the struggle's real. You need to understand where you came from, what happened, what, and, and still understand at the end of the day that even though, you know, Kimmy and, and, and Chrissy and Brittany are your friends and, and Tommy and Joey are your friends, <laughs> when it all goes down. They're looking at you, homie. They're looking at you because you still will be. And it's unfortunate. You still will be the black friend. Yep. And if the cops come harass you, they not gonna get involved. They might let you get your ass beat and be like, "Man, what did you do?" Yep. Or I'm not with them. So it's. I think it was a very. I think it was a very important episode to watch that, and I. I, I appreciate ABC for letting that happen, especially. Yeah. Shout like out that. to the big balls of ABC. That was, yeah, dude. That was shout out to the big balls of Disney. Well, actually, uh-huh. uh, you, you you guys have heard the news that the new head of ABC is a black woman, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. But even then, though, because, you know, like she the NFL. still got to keep a job. Yeah. <laughs> and the NFL, ABC, you know, has always been and does it protect the mouse, yep. protect the family. Yep. We don't do these things. You know, we don't show these things like that. And so for them to, you know, do do this and let this episode be put to light because it's such an important thing and it's something that's real um in our culturally our relevant right now very culturally relevant and them to say you know what? we're gonna allow this we're gonna put this on tv because this is something important so shout out to them on that and that's what i'm gonna leave it out 
Yeah, let's let's get off of this and get back to some fun. All right. So, yeah, how man. about some uh, some of the upper other episodes of Blackish? Uh, the that, that's, a, where... that's a shining star. But I mean, you had yeah. uh, Tyra but, Banks uh, as the best Regina, friend who came Regina in Hall as the Black Nanny. You know? Black Nanny. Good, yep. but you had Tyra Banks come in and Rainbow. I'm 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 more for Regina Hall fan, but I get what really. I'm not upset. Tyra, yeah. I'm not. I'm not upset at all. I I feel you, but it, I mean, your street cred just went through the roof right now. <laughs> Yo, hey man, I I'm I'm with him on that. I've been on Regina Hall since the best man. I think everyone has. I've been on you know two two seven. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, you think Regina King? Yes, I am. You're right. Hall, Hall, Hall. No, no, don't Hall. worry about me. I'm, I'm I'm off that liquor. Go ahead. Uh, I still I well I still I still have flashbacks to the Tyra Banks episode because that's the one where uh, Rainbow had the the, the those that that uh, outfit. <laughs> <laughs> the jumper? It's worse, it's worse the jumper it was killing me. It's killing me. It's killing me. Okay. And believe me, brother, it's better in real life. I was, I was sweating after I saw that. I was like, whew. My goodness. <laughs> uh, all right, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Um, so, Blackish. Um, now, Damon, you have also seen You, Me, and the Apocalypse, which is a, yes. like a six, right. so seven episode British so let me, series. Let me set yeah. this up for you. All right. This is a uh, NBC Sky TV joint venture. That, for all intents and purposes, should not even be on U.S. network television. Let alone Thursday night at 8 o'clock. This, the less you know about the plot, the more fun you will have with this show. But I gotta give you some because we covered the show. Mm-hmm. Um, think a really strange apocalypse setting with... Uh, in, in every man, but a kind of uh, down on his luck every man with a kind of crazy best friend who was the Khaleesi's king in Game of Thrones. But he looks, he fits this role better than he fit the king. And, you know, there's mothers, there's Megan Mullally and, and Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher is, she's cool. But Megan Mullally steals every single episode. Um, I really don't want to tell you a ton about it. Because the don't. more you just let it unravel while you watch it, it is really enjoyable. The thing about it, there's a ton of British actors in this. So there's a, a like probably 60% British sensibility to the show. And then the other 40 is kind of right up the, the lane of NBC Thursday night. Like the Megan Mullally, Jenna Fisher storyline is very much NBC Thursday. Uh, you know, there's a Nick Offerman sighting, and he good because he always good. But you know, everything else that that shit is it's re- like it's real British. Like it has British sensibilities. It's really fun to watch though. Oh, that means that it's it's probably real dark as shit. <laughs> it does get dark. It absolutely gets dark. But it. Trust me, it is really enjoyable, man. If, if you sit down and watch it, I guarantee if you watch the first two episodes, you're like, this is really interesting. I have no clue how it got on the air. Mm-hmm. Shout out to whoever greenlit this. This probably partially paid for by the government. When, you, when, when no, you it's don't partially pay paid for, for the full thing. It's, it's partially paid for by Scott. Like, I think oh, Scott. Should, yeah, like the, the, um, the British network. Like, you know, there's only like four channels, Sky, yeah. BBC America, you know, all that kind of shit. But, um, yep, yep. so I think it's a joint venture, kind of like the, what was it, the, the Swedish 
show that they had a joint welcome venture. Sweden, oh, Welcome to Sweden. Yeah. yeah. By the way, where's season two of that? I know it happened. It's a summer in show. It uh, season two already came out. It's a summer show. Yeah. It's so not season... not on NBC though. Yeah. Uh, no, you had to watch it on NBC on demand. I don't yep. believe they really aired it they much aired, on NBC. Yeah. If they did, I think they did it very silently and just in like you know rapid succession. They couldn't spend any money to to market it because. They co-ventured it. So I imagine if this gets a second season, which I honestly believe that it should, there, there's not going to be a ton of marketing behind it. But I, I can't see this having much worse ratings than, say, Community. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a really bright it's a, it's a bright show. It's fun, though. Yeah. Uh, Alex, did you get wow. to see any of this? No, I have not seen. So no one's seen this other than me. Okay. No, I was here. I was drawn because it was Rob, you know Rob Lowe was there, but then I moved over to watching the Grinder. Well, talk about the Grinder then. What, so I, you know, we I have my uh, pod, my other podcast, uh, the Long Late Movie Show, and my 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 friend there, uh, Russell, has been raving about uh, the Grinder hey, on hey, Twitter. So, so talking about posts. TV Four, it's just the Long Late Movie Show. Yes. Yeah, Shalom and, uh, he, uh, yeah, he has been raving about the grinder. He's, I feel like we should have him to talk about it with episode. Arrested Development, all that stuff. If you, yeah, so um, so why don't you talk about the grinder a little bit? Uh, what the what's the setup uh, of the uh, of the grinder? So the setup is um simply this: is that Rob Lowe plays um an actor that had a TV show called The Grinder. Um, it was basically a legal procedural, you know, show, um, semi-drama, and he, um, the show ends, and with him not having something to do, um, he moves back home, um, and so he moves back home with his family, which his father and his younger brother, um, played by, excuse me, uh, um, played by one Fred Savage, um, run a law firm. So him having quote unquote experience as being a lawyer from his TV show basically gets involved with the family business um, and takes his experience as a quote unquote lawyer um, into the courtroom. And so what ends up happening is basically Fred Savage's character is more straightforward, an actual lawyer trying to go through the procedural where Rob Lowe is more of a loose cannon who doesn't know anything about the law, but his antics and actions actually do help out the law firm when they handle legal cases. And so as the show grows on, he actually is trying to work to become an actual lawyer at the chagrin of his brother, Fred Savage, while his father, um, you know, William Devane is egging it on and just thinks he's great. And everybody else at the law firm thinks he's this awesome guy. And so it's really funny because one of the best things about the show is that every episode at least for the most part of the show, has a cold open. And a cold open is always an episode of The Grinder, where they have him drop kind of a CSI, uh, you know, witty line, and they're all watching it, and, you know, they talk about how great the show is, with the exception of um, Fred Savage's character, his brother Stuart, basically going, yeah, but you can't do that. That's just a TV show. This, This isn't great. And so that's one of the funniest things because each time it happens, it gets funnier and funnier and funnier. Like they're just these crazy cold opens. Uh, a lot of guest stars are showing up in these cold opens that 
you know, will blow your mind. I don't want to ruin it. I just say watch it. Um, I think the show is funny. I, I think it's pretty good. Um, I think we talked about it before. I thought it was good along with Grandfather, the John Stamos show. Mm-hmm. And it's just a good comedy. I mean, look, I'm going to tell you right now, Rob Lowe can do no wrong. Rob Lowe's comedy chops are amazing. And I just want to look around and go, I don't know why nobody realized this earlier on. Because this dude is funny. He can take the dialogue. He can take, you know, whatever's going on. And he's just on fire. He is alive. He is all eyes on him. I think he probably just didn't realize that he's he's a TV actor until, you know. West Wing? Yeah. He's a TV actor. He's he's not a he's not a movie actor. And I don't know great, about that. No, I think that's a great point he, for you. Do you think so? I think he he was a very formidable movie star. I just think that TV Take has allowed him. Oh, okay. I mean, like in the eighties, he, he he could kill it. But I mean, he take was... him out of the Brad Pack, though. Take take him out of those 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 movies. The, where, like where the nineties was... weren't that great to him. But what? however, come on, wait, Sex Lies and Videotape. Not a Brad Pack. Not a Brad Pack movie. Sure, but I mean, outside of that, what else you gonna give me? Uh, Tommy Boy. <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> uh, you you probably got me there, dude. I, I see. He. Uh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. I can't give him everything. Was Brad Pack? You. You know what? You're right. You're actually right. Right. Because every movie he did was all Brat Packy, from The Outsiders to St. Elmo's Fire. So. Yep. Circle takes the square on that one. However, <laughs> I do think his calling may be comedy chaps with you know with TV. I think that'll be great. I think he's really good at doing that. Yes, he, he does throw himself into 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 his roles. Hey, I very... mean, honestly, he's yeah. good in You, Me, and the Apocalypse. So. Mm-hmm. Which I figured, he, I figured he was. I figured he was very, very good. Yeah, he is. All right, um, so that's cool. Yeah, I, I definitely could check that out. Um, now, you guys probably have both seen New Girl, or uh, are, yeah. you, are you guys both caught up on New Girl, or no? I am not completely caught up. Um, I'm caught up until like, this week, which is an hour-long episode. T- so what are the changes on the show this year? What is the relationship status of, uh, of the characters? All right, so check um, it out. So- right now, Schmidt and Cece are engaged and about to get married. Um, Jess went on a four episode hiatus while she, for her pregnancy, right? Yeah. While she delivered her baby and she was replaced by Megan Fox, right? And who did an absolutely great job. Um, yeah, she was awesome. Her comedic timing is much better than you'll want to give her credit for because they try so desperately to make her sexy, which isn't always the thing, but you know, she, she's really, she's a good comedic actress. She's really good at what she does. She's believable. She's fun here. Uh, she 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 fit in real well with the group. You know, like this group of actors, man. They must just be so fucking good because you can literally put anybody in, drop them in, and he's like, all right, well, we're gonna put you with Winston today, and everything that happens on that screen is like this is gold. Put it with Nick, and you're like. Everything that happens here is fantastic. Let's go. Like Jake Johnson and Lamar Morris were, yo, they they were pulling so much more weight when uh, Zoe was out. So, been a really, I'm, really I'm looking through some of the, 
I'm looking through the Wikipedia on this season. Tell me about this episode that has Lennon Parnum in it. And, uh, and that shit was off the wall. Yeah. Off the wall. So that was episode 99, Bob and Carol and Nick and Schmidt. Yeah, yeah they, they yeah. just wanted somebody to to get them pregnant because they couldn't, they couldn't have kids. So they're like, you need to, instead of like doing the regular shit, like going to see a fertility doctor and having, you know, semen taken, they were like, we'll just have sex with it. <laughs> it was that. Uh, yeah. Um, so we are in uh, season five of New Girl. Um, you know, they just uh, had their 108th episode um, that had uh, Busy Phillips uh, in it. Um, yep. She's looking so, uh, aged. Really aged, you said? Yeah. Like, wow, that's that's. Uh, I remember though, man. We've been watching her since Freaks and Geeks, and she was like, she's our age, dude. That's not age, dude. She, she's not aged. She, she's aged a little bit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, well, then that's okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 but, but overall, you say that uh, the show has still kept its level of quality. Uh, it, look. Up. The addition. It's, no, it's of, not going to match season one two, but it's still. It's still oh, good. I wouldn't. No, it's not. I, don't say that, because season two, like the year Schmidt, was mm-hmm. one thing, but the way they have it right now, Lamar Morris, every time he gets on screen, he's gold. The will there won't they with uh, Nina Pedrad, and it, fantastic, fantastic. Every time she's on, oh. screen, great. I'm telling you, man, th- this is a really yeah. Good I'm a back. I'm about damn it up on this because I think one thing that happened, I think we talked about it before with the show, was like they, it was always one of those things. Is like, what do they do with Winston? Yep. It was always one of those fears I had because it was, you know, he initially came in, he was a replacement character for Coach. Yep. And then it was, you know, they had all the storylines with everybody going on, and then Winston always seemed to be somewhat of an afterthought. And then you know the last, you know, uh, let's say the last season since, um, since they he became involved- a coach. Yeah, since he became a cop and since he started with I'm going to become a cop, and, you know, with the introduction of him and Coach being able to play off of each other and now that Coach is gone and it's just him, like, they've given him so much more shine and so much more to do that, like, he's really coming to his own. And yep. he really works out great with everybody. And I think one of the things is, like you were saying, with, you know, how everybody's chemistry is together is amazing. I just think that, like... All those people together on set, they genuinely like each other and they like working with each they other. They have to. And so it's gone beyond like, okay, we're all actors playing this to, uh, they actually seem to be like, no, we're a family. We are, you know, we are a family of people that almost like, yeah, these people really do live together and always around each other. And so it's been really, really good um, from what I've seen. I haven't, I haven't even gotten as far as Damon into the season, but it's just been great. It's, it's been just totally awesome versus other shows that were on Fox that had a mixed cast that are now on Hulu that still don't seem as great. Uh, I, I've heard positive things about uh, Mindy. The Mindy Kaling show. Yeah. Yeah. Starring Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Um, other people. All right. All right. Um, okay. We're going we're gonna to keep it going. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, also fire. Uh, awesome. Uh, also pretty, pretty, uh, pretty much on fire. I Hot actually... Fire. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where I have seen up to in a second here. Um, but um, 
But did you get to the episodes when Jason Manzuka shows up? Right. Uh, yes, as the cop that's that's returning. Yeah, from yeah, Adrian Pimento. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. Manzukas yeah. is he is full. Amazing. He's a full on Manzukas. Like they yes. let him and, do whatever he wanted. I I hope they bring him back because I feel like he's a great character to have as the as a true crazy wild card on that show. Yep. Yes. Um. Let's see. Let's let let, let me if I can ever. So the, you also had Ricky Lindholm and uh, what's his name as uh, as a European Anders Holm. Yeah. yeah, as yeah. European cops. Uh, let's see. Uh, so yeah, so actually, I've only seen. There's only like three or four more episodes left to go. So the season finale is uh, airing. Oh, well, this says it's airing on April 19th, but that would not make much sense unless they move the show to Tuesdays. Am I going crazy here? Uh, um, I don't think they moved it to Tuesdays. I what show? I honestly thought the oh yeah, I guess it is. Uh. Yeah, so um, it says the airing that this airing is uh is called Greg and Larry, um, and it's supposed to be airing tonight, but that that April nineteenth. But I I'm not sure. But yeah, you know, season three of um, Brooklyn Nine Nine has been great. Uh, as usual, Andre Brower's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, He's been even better. They've allowed him to yeah. to do some like they've allowed the episode... Captain Holt to grow, which has been incredible. One of my favorite episodes is the one with uh, him and um, Peralta stuck in his house while yep, they have the mumps. mumps or something like that. Yep. That yes. was great. Um, you know, they really get him out of the, um, you know, out of his, uh, you know, stick in the mud kind of attitude, and he's now willing to. He's, he's still, you know, himself, but still, but willing to hang with. Uh, yeah, he's believable, even though he's crazy and he is weird and idiosyncratic. But like, the the things he's willing to do. Like I, I'm gonna tell you, there's a moment of high fives where he was just like, "I like them now." It, it, yeah. It it makes sense for the character, and the shit is good, man. Yeah, Niecy Nash as his uh, sister playing Niecy Nash is. Uh, Niecy, yeah, well, I'm about to say she she always Niecy, she always yeah, be Niecy, but she good at it though. Yes. Um. All that's left now is for us to meet Captain Holt's parents, which is just something uh, I would be genuinely interested in it. I okay how far have you made it in did you say uh, I made it up to the episode called Adrian Pimento okay so you need to see uh, the episode called Bureau okay. um, when Holt enlists a friend from the FBI you will watch it and be like this is the most amazing thing ever mm-hmm. um, you meet one of his uh, acquaintances from the FBI um, that he worked with um, back when he was a detective. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, alone, just who they pair him with. So just keep that in mind. Go ahead and get through it. Other than that, I think if you're at Pimento, the other episodes are really good. The Bachelor Party episode is amazing. Fantastic. Uh, I think we get – it's fantastic. We get more uh, – Rosa Diaz, man, like I got to say – we get more of her, um, and we really get, you know, a lot more development of that character, and it's it's awesome. She she's hilarious. Um, I gotta say, Brooklyn Nine Nine, dude, still a good show. I don't know if it's as good as when it first started and it winning, you know, its Emmy, 
but it's been a very consistent comedy show, and I, I just think that's the talents of Oh, no, of Mike I think Shore it's a better show. It just isn't Do you think all it's about better? Jake right now. That's why I think it's a better show. Yeah, I think once they did pull it off to Jake and Amy, and they just finally settled that relationship, it did get better. Um, but I, I, I still think it, it needs, you know, it needs more Chelsea Peretti. They got to give her some. More. I, I, yeah, yeah. She, she's kind of like taking a little bit of a backseat. I need some more of her craziness. Yeah, I think maybe once they have her finish that uh, college course she's taking, maybe they'll, they'll have her do some stuff. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Uh, let's see what's also on my list. Um, now, Damon, why don't you tell me about uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? We're almost nearing the end of the first season of no, this. No, we're, I, we're I, over it. The uh, season finale was Monday. Okay, so Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which I thought was going to be... I actually thought it was going to be pretty good from the very beginning, but I thought that the name would freak people out, but apparently it did not. It was... a uh, it was very successful, um, and it's been renewed for a second season. We've got uh, well. The caveat Richard. to that: everything on CW got renewed. All eleven shows got renewed. So, but yeah. <laughs> Plus, uh, your girl, she got that. She got that Emmy, didn't she? Yes, she did. Rachel Bloom. Yes. Yep. Rachel Bloom got that Emmy. Yep. Most deservedly. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, eighteen episodes in the first season. Um, you know, I just pretty much everyone in the show is uh is new to me acting wise. Um, Everyone it's is much new to me acting. Uh, so it's uh, it's nice to see some uh, some some fresh faces. They did casting um, call, so like nobody is nobody's established other than like uh, I think the best friend, the girl who plays Paula. Let's see, yeah. Donalyn Champlin. Mm-hmm. Can I say Donald this Champlin. much? I'm actually surprised, Layton, that you don't watch the show. Uh, I I really want to. Being that it's on, you know, the your CW? your favorite network, CW. I think the CW is a very strong network because they don't need to get high ratings. They uh they they uh they they niche they 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 super serve a niche, which is uh, yep. people who are probably eighteen to twenty four. Oh, yep. they got that the tweener the tweener market. Yes, tweener to millennial. Uh, you know, they're not like NBC where you have to you know serve people who are eighteen to forty nine. Yep. You know, so mm-hmm. they don't need to. They they don't need. So they so their shows if their shows get two million people, not a big deal. One million people. If their show gets two million people, they're killing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, like I I I I hear about the show the one hundred, and I'm <laughs> like, nobody watches the show. And then all of a sudden, people are raging on the internet about characters dying. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize the show was that gets one million people is such a big buzz. They have you know? a very small, loud following. The people who like their shows, they yes. are fervent and they are emotional about their shows, man. And honestly, I can't blame That's, them. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yes. And uh, actually, I would say that they are the network that makes it the easiest to watch their shows online. Uh, the CW Absolutely. Because uh, unlike all the other networks where you have to sign in to, you have to have, to have which you have to have cable, you know, to watch your shows. If you go to cwtv.com, you can watch any CW shows with ads. But you know, any episode you want, you can pr- pretty much well, watch it. And uh, I think, you know, uh, that that is a very millennial uh, attitude. And uh, yep. I, I had to like inform, I informed like a whole bunch of people who were like illegally downloading Arrow and all that other stuff. I was like, dude, you only got to do all that. Just go straight to the book. It's good. 
that you know and more than likely that's what helps them and puts them on top is that they're bringing their viewership you know easy accessibility to their shows outside of watching on network television their viewers uh, they do need an apple tv app though which i which you know i can't front they do they do hey that, that that costs money now Layton. you don't have to you don't have to pay for a subscription <laughs> trying to keep it cheap <laughs> i keep what you wish for they, 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 they should really have one um they have they have they have an ipad app so you should have one. all right um yeah so crazy ex-girlfriend very very good so so here let, let me tell you about the show man. Give me, yeah tell me about it this uh the second half of the season they've rounded out the characters their characters have grown they go through uh like they go through regular things they go through regular relationships they 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 really sit down and they give all their characters more to do like these are not perfect people like they're not cliches like oh you know he's the perfect dreamboat who got away or you know she's the crazy girl where you know he's out of out of her league like it, these are just not they're they're not these caricatures they're three-dimensional people who grow and have arguments and they love each other and they they want to do good things and I'm telling you man it's a good show invest mm-hmm. in it Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I'll have to um, I'll have to do that. I'll, I'll definitely have to do that. I, I apologize a, and, for that. And trust me, there are a couple songs on there that will make you wish that you had been watching earlier. <laughs> well, isn't it? And this is—I I was reading an interview, and I think I, I listened to Rachel Bloom on a podcast uh, once, and it's considered to be somewhat of a musical show, right? It is. There's two or three songs every episode. Yeah. So they, they did it a lot better than um what, what was that TBS show with the dude from uh from the uh the the singing movie from Pitch Perfect? It's, it's oh a lot oh yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. It was the Elevator Floor, whatever that was called. These ground are, floor, ground floor, ground floor. These these songs are you know super appropriate and run real well with the show. They just add depth to whatever episode you're watching. Okay. Versus how that show it was just like we need an excuse to sing. Yeah, yeah, uh, real gimmicky. Yeah. So I would I would definitely tell you, you know, I'm a person where Glee bothered the hell out of me, but th- these these work. Mm-hmm. So watch this. Um, so I'm going to now go through a, kind of a rapid fire. You probably guys probably have not seen a lot of these shows. Yep. All right, let's talk. So we've got on Netflix, we've got Flate, we've got Love. Any watch love. Any of that stuff? Watch love. Okay. Yep. Okay. I saw uh, three episodes Flake. of Love. I couldn't keep going. Not that I hated it. I just was not interested in seeing it, more. They're long episodes, and um, Gillian Jacobs, her character, is so incredibly unlikable, and the dude is like way not in her league at all, and it's really really strange to like dis- suspend the disbelief to think that they would get together, but whatever. Um, it's a good show, but it's very appetite so I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so you did not see the uh, Flakes, then? I didn't see Flakes, but I heard good things about it. Okay, how about The Ranch, which is the... Uh, it's the Ashton Kutcher? The Ashton, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson? Yeah. Or the other Masterson? No, it's Danny. No, it's Danny. Danny Masterson, okay. Uh, no one saw that? Okay, all mm-hmm. right, let's see. No. 
Let's see what else is out there. We've got Party Over Here, the Sky Comedy Show with the uh, three ladies. Um, that airs on Fox. No? No one's watching that? Nope. Uh, all right. Uh, we've got uh, The Detour. No? That's nope. uh, It's just premiering with Madeline Zima. Yep. And uh, uh, the dude that plays her husband is a co-writer, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe so. He's Samantha Bee's uh, husband. Uh, yeah, Samantha uh, Bee's husband, yep. Uh, and uh, yeah. that, uh, so I saw a preview of that. It's like the first episode. Okay. And it, it's kind of it's pretty funny. I mean, for people who have kids, there are aspects of it that'll ring really true with you. But then there are other things you're like, all right, that's a little far. Um, there's no husband that's that dumb. Like if you want to be that good of a father and you're that bad at it, like that just doesn't happen. But yeah, so. Yeah, you know, okay. I, I saw some of that. It, it's cool. It's nice to see Malazima get some work. I want to watch it just for her, because <laughs> Lord knows. She's she aged very well. Man, she will forever be fine to me. Yes. That's why I'm still mad that that other Amazon show she had gone never made it. A football show. Um, okay, guys. Uh, Rush Hour, the TV series. That aired, that started March 31st. So oh, okay. Yeah. Three you, episodes. Oh, the one Brandon that, Jones. Oh, no, no, no. That was that was uh, Beverly Hills. Oh, Cop. that's right, that Beverly Hills. Cop. The name of this guy is Justin Hires. As, yeah, uh, nobody James saw Carter. that. Yeah. Uh, we've got John Fu as Jonathan Lee. Um, yeah, he, he got a seven. Seven people watched it. Yeah, so I, I take it. Uh, we've got Wendy Malick as the uh, as the captain. And I like. Can I can I just chime in? Go for it. I watched half of the pilot before I had to turn off my TV. Mm. It was not, not good at all. I thought that this was a terrible idea by the people at CBS. They should hide this show and pretend like it <laughs> never happened. <laughs> they should hide it. No, they've got a they've got a they've got a, a black lead and a, an Asian lead. I, Dude, I, it don't it don't matter. It was not on CBS. Good. It was not good. Just because you have a, a black lead and you have an Asian lead character does not justify keeping that show on the air. It is not good at all. It's a terrible show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy, Amy Garcia is a, is a Hispanic uh, woman also. On the show? Special. Huh? Dude, it don't matter. I don't care. You could have a rainbow coalition, dude. It's not. It's a bad show. All right. All right. Let, let me let me keep going here down my list. Uh, uh, so we've got uh, Lopez. George Lopez has a show on uh, TV Land. Now, uh, Alex, you, you watch TV Land, actually, right? So you, 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 I, did, I didn't watch the George Lopez show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll watch that one. No, it's just called Lopez. No. I don't know. I'm still going to call it a George Lopez uh, show. And... Okay. So and I believe that uh, Catastrophe Season 2, Correct. which we were all blown away by just one, Just aired this week. Yeah, just yeah, that's coming up. Yep. Yeah, they um, flash then... forward a couple years. They have a toddler oh, and really? a newborn. Yeah. So they don't they pick really? up right off where they left off. I can, okay. I, can, I, can, I can work with that. Um, and then finally, we have a show that's premiering uh, tomorrow, 420, uh, The Time Traveling Bong, which is uh, Ilana Glazer of Broad City. So, uh, Can't wait. She and, um, it is as it says, she and her character, um, not from, not her Broad City character, but her character, it's a mini series on Comedy Central. They play 
two stoners who find a titular time bong. traveling bong, and when they when they smoke it, they they time travel. Nah, I'm cool. Um, I don't know how, how it works. Uh, like I should have good. more faith because Broad City is very good, but I don't. So I don't think. All right. So my thing is, I don't think it's it's not meant to be like this is going to be a super great comedy. I think they totally know what it is. It is what it is. It's, it's, it's a three-episode series. Yeah, it's just like oh, we put some crazy shit together. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh yeah, this is going to be a new breakout comedy at all, and we're going to ask for more episodes. I think this is something they're just putting together to have fun with. Um, I'm in for it only because you know Alana Glazer is is my girl right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you've yeah. ever watched um, the. I don't know. Like neither you saw the Alana and Lincoln breakup. No, no. That shit, yo. Lincoln was the the most rider diest dude ever. Like he understood Alana in a way that was way deeper than the show believes you it's able to get. Mm. If that makes any sense. Okay. I mean, like, I'll, I'll, I'll have to, I'll definitely have to uh, check it out. I definitely have to check it out. Yeah. Sure. Um. So yeah, I that is. Uh, we have not talked about grandfather. Oh, is that show? I thought that show was canceled. Is that is that show? I thought it got canceled. Did it get canceled? Oh, I got canceled, dude. Because it it actually it's good. It's it actually funny, dude. Received it, bad reviews. I remember. Really. It's actually, I thought the show was pretty good. I actually enjoyed watching it, and I thought it was funny. I thought John Stamos does very good. I think the whole cast, Patrick Brewster, you know, I think everybody's good. You know, Christina Milian was on there. I I enjoyed the show. I mean, it's a lead-up show, um, you know, to everything else, but I thought I enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm kind of disappointed it's canceled. I can't confirm that it's canceled. There, there was an order for a full... 22 episodes. Let's see. Um, zip. So, but I, I actually. Mm. Let's put it like this it's a better look for him than uh, Fuller House. Okay. Did any of you guys see Fuller House? I watched the first episode and I got about. Now, 10 are, are the boobs uh, is are the boobs as um, as amazing that as uh, as as man, rumors listen. <laughs> they could see. Him. Wow. Man. If you search the internet, that was like the first thing we were talking about. The first thing we're like, okay, what's going on with Stephanie Tanner's breasts? Like, what the hell? I've not seen anything, so I've not uh, seen So I I just have to trust. Let me put it like this. You can't avoid them bad boys in an episode. They are in your fucking face. But other than that, dude, that was a concept to bring something back to TV that just was not really really that funny to me i didn't think it was good i don't think it should have been made um it if anything it should have been like a skit on a show like the first episode had enough kind of like funniness to it where it was like oh, all right yeah that's a little funny and i after 10 minutes i was like okay i'm done and i, and I hear that the adults that we grew up with are not really on the show that much no it's not nope. okay it's just it's like, not about um, them yeah it's just like how boy meets world is no longer about like them per se being you know youngsters or whatever it's about you know them being adults and that's what the show's about it's about the the tanner kids and the gibbler kids and 
you know, how they have grown up now and now they are adults and parents, you know, living their lives. It's it's not about Bob Saget and Dave Coulier and, you know, um, matter of fact, Lori Laughlin and John Stamos only show up for like a couple episodes from what I understand. Um, it's it's more so about, you know, everybody has grown up. Like, you know, they have, you know, their kids, like, you know, Uncle Jesse and I forgot what Lloyd Laughlin's character's name was, but their kids, the twin, the twin boys are now like, you know, adults. And it's, it, it's not, it's not good, dude. It was a concept that I was like, all right, well, obviously ABC and Disney passed up on it. So that should have told us something. So yeah, not, not good. Not feeling it. Hmm. But I, I, I rubbish. rubbish, rubbish. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see. Um. I'm, I just ran. So that was like about ten, ten, ten shows in our in our uh, in a lightning round there. But uh, uh, how about uh, Carmichael? Can you guys see Carmichael show? I haven't seen it, but I've heard yeah. really good things about this season, man. Mm-hmm. I can't get over Gerard Carmichael, dude. I just I'm not feeling that dude. Dog, I heard that he's gotten much better. I heard his timing's better. Um, Is it? I think they found uh, a better I, better I way to write for him. Yeah, Loretta Vine and uh, what's her name? Kill it. And David uh, Allen Dag. Great. Yeah, they're they're good all the time. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. I believe either this weekend or next weekend. Uh, actually, yeah, this weekend is the return of Beep Season yep. 3. Yep, HBO. And Silicon Valley Season 3. I never got into uh, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. But people love it, and they say it's really good. Let's see. Okay, I'm, 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 just, I'm going through a list from USA Today of uh, new and returning shows. Uh, so uh, on May 6th, we've got Grace and Frankie Season 2. Um, I'm and, surprised and, that got back. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm legitimately surprised I got a season two. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Lady Dynamite. Stand-up comedian Maria Bamford hems a new series based on her life with guest stars Jenny Slate, Sarah Silverman, Adam Pally, and Tig Notaro. Here for so it. That, that is going to be on Netflix on May 20th. Yeah, here for that. All uh, that. Let me Maria Bamford. Yeah, that, that's that's uh, that's through the end of May. I, I don't have anything else coming out in, in, in spring. Oh my gosh, will you look at this? Um, Little Big Shots, which is supposed to air on March eighth on NBC. Ellen DeGeneres produces a new variety series starring kids, hosted by Steve Harvey. Did you, did any of you guys see that? No. Or hear of that? Nope. I, I saw the preview, but I was like, no, I'm not watching it. You can have that, Steve Harvey dog. <laughs> Go ahead, get that, get that uh, answer right, Miss Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have made a mistake. I've made a mistake. I will forever live in infamy. Um, oh, we're forgetting uh, Danny McBride's show. When is that coming? Oh, ex principals, uh, vice yeah, principals, vice principals, vice principal, him and uh, Wall Goggins. Uh, I actually don't know. Uh, actually, on April tenth, uh, the Andrew Dice Clay series, Dice. Uh, so I read that it's actually quite good. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a short series, though. It's only like, what, six episodes? Six like episodes. That. Which is honestly good. We shouldn't have a bunch of 20-some episode shows. Like, 
some shows can tell their whole story in six episodes, and that's perfectly fine. Have you guys heard that? Uh, just a, this is a random aside. I, I, as I was thinking about Showtime, uh, have you heard that Stars has overtaken Showtime as the number two premium channel? That makes sense. I buy it. They um, because was it Power? They got Power mm-hmm. Outlander. Yeah, yeah power, uh, Outlander. Black Sails. So crazy about Outlander. Outlander, Black Sails. Black Sails. Uh, was it the fair? Yep. No, that's Showtime. Is that Showtime? I thought yeah. that was okay. No, um, no, I believe it, dude. Like Stars has been on all cylinders with their shows, and now they just added what the Girlfriend Experience, which um, looks to be an absolute killer. Yeah, that's gonna be a killer show. I I have no interest in seeing it, but I'm sure it'll do do numbers. No, I believe Stars Stars has really made a a, a push for the shows, and I, I think. One thing that they learned, they learned their lesson with, um, what was that show? Magic City. Um, oh, yeah, that was big and expensive. It was expensive, but it was a good show, and they just couldn't keep it together, and they had to cancel it. And I think they they knew that, you know, I think they learned from that. And, like, if a show catches on and it's got fire and people enjoy it, you know, to keep it going. So I think that's what they learned from that, to keep, you know, stoking the fires on these shows. Um, plus, they, they had uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Um, yep. Which was, you know, horror comedy. Yep. Did well. Um, well received. Which, yeah, well received. Did numbers. Can't wait for that to come back. I'm hoping it does. So, yeah, I, I believe Stars is doing well. Yeah, uh, and Showtime is, is pretty much Homeland and uh, some old... They have not launched a new show in a while. Homeland, Homeland fell off after second season, so... Um, yep. That show that with John Cheadle and Kristen Bell. Oh, yeah. That, uh, which is a great show, and I think everybody loves Don Cheadle. And Kristen Bell's grown on me a lot. I actually like her a lot now as an actress. Wait, what do you mean grown on you? She's been great since the very beginning. What are you talking about? Nah, she's nah, she nah, great nah, since nah. Veronica Mars. No, nah, she was cute in Veronica Mars. But I've actually you like Veronica like, Mars? No, no, I did. I watched it later, though. I, w- I was a late adopter on that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like her okay. now. I like that. You know, I watched um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like that as well. So I'm a she's fan. Kind of a downer. She's kind of a downer in uh, uh, the boss stuff. Yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't get to go crazy like uh, uh, like Melissa McCarthy. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. So their their comedies are blunt talk and survivors remorse. Yep. Yeah. That's the LeBron James uh, joint that he put up, which. Uh, that got second season. I'm sure it'll probably get a third. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they're working on an American Gods uh, adaptation, which, mm. which uh, is, uh, I could go for. New York, Damon, so sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, which will probably do numbers. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, okay. So um, I just ran through pretty much all the new sitcoms that are airing and the uh, some of the upcoming sitcoms that are airing. Um, anything else you guys are watching? Uh, did you guys, uh, oh, anything to say about Fresh Off the Boat? Uh, Alex, how about you and the Goldbergs? Uh, um, fell off on both. Um, they are both sitting in my DVR with stacked up episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of fell off of watching those. Um, and that's, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just listing stuff off the, as I, I scroll through this, uh, New, new and premiering shows list, but uh, yeah, that's um, 
so yeah, um, I'm going to have to catch up on some broad city. I'm from 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 Yo, recommendations I'm you, of Damon. You need to see Anything the episode. In the apocalypse. Yes, you mean Apocalypse, and you need to see the episode where Lana and Lincoln break up. But like, uh, if, you, if you haven't watched the show, it won't mean that much uh, to you. But like, how's I, the how's the Hillary Clinton break up? I mean, the, how's the Hillary Clinton episode, by the way? Actually, cool. Okay. <laughs> it's cool. But if you're if you're a fan of the show, there were a couple episodes mm-hmm. in the early part of the season, like the the one where they went, they were trying to find like this girl who's supposedly in this freakish accident. Good, good, good stuff, and um, yeah, the breakup. Good, good stuff, and uh, th- there's a lot of really, really funny stuff this season. Where they were in the co-op and like they lied their way into the co-op. Really good stuff there too, man. I would, uh, I, yeah, it's been a good season. So if you look into those, by the time you get to the back end, I think you'll be happy for. Awesome. Right. Um, I mean, like, you know, I, I don't think uh, Broad City has done too many bad episodes, and usually their season finales are top-notch, so um, I am eagerly waiting to just uh, pound through, spend uh, my uh, my through. weekend. Pound it uh, through. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> this, is a bad mo- this is a bad weekend for movies, so um, I'll, I'll What's coming in through? Uh, so you've got Elvis and Nixon and uh, Snow and... Uh, uh, the Huntsman, Winter's War. So right? nothing. Okay. All right. So, unfor- and uh, unfortunately, I live in San Francisco where the green room is not showing this week. The green room's not showing so, there? Not showing until that's next really, week. That's the big one. Green it's room. not showing. It's, it, is, it is not open here anywhere until, uh, well, well not, they have not announced it anywhere. Oh, anywhere, when so it's coming out? I'm actually going to be in this weekend. Green room yet? Hmm? What's going on? Uh, no, Damon, have you seen the green room yet? No, I didn't come oh, out this caught... week. Oh, okay. And I'm being oh, well, I knew she I knew Shira saw it, so I, I I didn't realize that. I thought it was just Shira's playing in the East Coast. It doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. Everything's there. They, she can catch whatever. I need to check to see if they have any screenings. Mahongra Joy, who always used to holler at me about the screening, she's uh life is changing for her, so <laughs> we could do that as much. Uh, I uh, so um so so this weekend might be a little bit easier for me to see movies. I, I go, pretty much the only thing I, I may go see is Barbershop, the next cut. That shit made its budget oh. back in the first weekend, dog. So um, look, so yeah, windmills. I don't give a shit what it. you say. I saw O'Shea and fucking I, I, I like, Rashid. I like how we refer to him as O'Shea and Rashid. Thank you. On the same fucking movie, at the same time. That beef spawned the bitch in you, which is one of the greatest diss tracks of all time. And these motherfuckers on the yes, same sir. stage, the same movie, getting money? That shit is historic. Dude. Time, 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 and money heals all wounds. Uh, yeah, money grown heals ass all men. Wounds. Let's be realistic. They're grown-ass men. They were, yes, they were, they were very kids. They were, they were kids when that shit started. They're grown-ass men now. Uh, I'm gonna say Q was a grown ass man when he started that beef. He wasn't a grown ass man. He was he looked grown because Q has looked thirty since he was seventeen. But it's like, <laughs> if if you go by how how his son looks now, he always looked really old. Yeah, O'Shea O'Shea Junior looked old. Uh, I don't know. I'm conflicted when I see both of them on the screen because just for the things that you mentioned, damn, I'm like, damn, dude, these two dudes was beefing. They had. Get fair clown to squash it. They was, he was crying. 
I was like, man, <laughs> no, I, I, now I, they sitting here and, and, and Rashid's busting windmills in a barbershop yep. and O'Shea over there smiling, just smiling, listening. Hey, smiling. that shit right there, where you going with that, bro? Keep going. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, uh, homie, I'm like, man. And you got to understand for me, I, it's hard for me, dude, because when that beef happened, it was like it hit somewhere, dude, because I, I, I was torn in two different places. I was like, yep. this is Cube, though. This is Cube, mm-hmm. West Coast. And it was like, but well, damn, Common, man. Common so dope. And he done. Uh, I didn't realize. I didn't West realize. Westside Slaughterhouse. The bitch of you is. I didn't realize this movie better. is set. Yes, yeah. the bitch uh, of you is, is, is a lot better. I, I'll, uh, uh, I didn't realize this movie is set for 12 years after the second the, movie. After the second one? Yeah. So is that 14, in between 14 years? Shop? 14 years after the first movie. Yeah. In between what? In between what? 14, 14 years after the original film and 12 years after the second film. So we just not even going to talk about Beauty Shop? Like that shit did uh, About what? Talk about what? It exists. I mean, I, I, I would assume that Beauty Shop fits in in between the second movie and uh, this one somewhere. Yeah. yeah. They combine yeah. Yeah. It, it, it exists, dude. I mean, shit. They got Kevin, Kevin Bacon. I mean, that, that was a lot, but yeah. <laughs> um, gas face. It's a, it's a pretty big cast of uh, black actors. Yeah, it is. And, uh, Lamorne is. There's gonna be. Well, yes. Well, they got Nicki Minaj also, which I, I, I apparently definitely want to see. A good actress. Man. See, I want to see more of. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I can't help it, man. I can't help it. Hey, you ain't gotta help it, bro. It's natural. <laughs> you like that silicone injected booty? Uh, I don't appreciate you disrespecting a beautiful woman there from New York go. like that. There we talk. Now we talk. Save him. Put the call, cape on. Call with the you cape call. on. <laughs> don't save her. She don't want to be saved. <laughs> uh, hey man, bro. So I missed y'all, man. This is good. And that's, late, just, that's just a lot, that's just a lot of squats, man. That's just a lot of squats. I don't give a Man, her CrossFit coach must be amazing, then. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That uh, like, yeah, that kind, their personal trainer must be Kanye. Well, if if if, if <laughs> some workout plan. the Kanye workout plan, yeah, exactly. Uh, the new workout plan, yeah. All right, all right. It's been it's been. Uh, let's wrap it up here, guys. It's been great. Um, I think. I uh, well, I should be able to record. Uh, I, I freed up my schedule. Uh, I'd uh, put you guys at the top. <laughs> Not out there living uh, that thought life. I, I, I can't. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm, I'm all I'm all about uh, I'm all about uh, I'm all about this now. I'm all about saving money. Life. Oh. That thought and life so, was out there. <laughs> Hit them in the pockets life. real tough. Yeah. So uh, so so Wait, I'll. You know, not remember what you did the night before. I, I I'm, here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I have to remember that I'm over 30, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta live like that now. Um, hey, you're 37. Get the fuck out of here. You're in much better shape. <laughs> yeah. You joined a running club to go drinking. That shit makes no sense. I don't even run. Yeah, I right. just drink. Wow. Well, Playing <laughs> out here, right? I sit at home on the couch, gaining weight, just drinking. <laughs> hey, bro, I see you on that Damon Hines playing. I'm proud right now. <laughs> Man, look here. I'm about to be off that David Hines fan. Because after, after I took those pictures at that wedding, I was like, nah. <laughs> Get back. I was that, like, that suit oh, jacket didn't fit. Didn't fit as good or what? <laughs> I, 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 I saw the blazer. It fit. 
Okay. It fit, but you know, I felt I felt the pressure. I was like, ah. Middle management like, is as hard as a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you. Sitting in here, dude, I got a I got a secretary trying to make sure I eat every time. Did you eat lunch? We gotta get you something to eat. That's the greatest here, thing ever. Go to the Mexican spot. That's the go greatest the thing ever. Send her ass outside. Get some beans <laughs> and rice. You gotta eat. Make sure you eat. Food trucks I worry about that. you. Reggae vibes is yeah, out there today. I mean, those, those food trucks are no good for you, though. Those food trucks are really not good for you. I Player, they got the rice I mean, and peas. Like, rice and peas and a steamed veg. Yeah, I'm for it. Yeah, right. No, and no, the no. oxtail, okay, $12. No. <laughs> let's break it down right now, dude. Everything crisp. I have moved on. Everything proper. <laughs> Look, I have uh, Well, actually, on. you have to understand, uh, well, well, Damon, at least here in San Francisco... There's no such thing as West Indian food. Yeah, just see, it's coming at you. So did your mom pass on the yeah. jerk recipe to you, player? Nah, nah, nah. Hold on. I, I never so, really, my mom never, didn't do jerk too often. It's, it's real sad. It was like a special occasion. It had to be a special occasion. So you oh. you really asked out, dude, because you're in the wrong place, man. You just, look, come on down south here to L.A., man. We we got more than enough Jamaican people to, to make you feel right at home and get all them wholesome meals you, you love because, uh, if you look at the pictures, man, I've been enjoying. I have uh, some. I had a patty out here, and it was like a curry, curry chicken patty, and I was like, oh, it's I was like, oh, just give me that spicy beef, man. What's there you going go. on? Yeah, you go. curry chicken spicy patty. beef. Let's do that. Mm. It's, it's, uh, and the crust is, you know, it's it's not gold. It's like it's not, you know, it's, it's like not golden, golden and flaky. It's not golden. Oh, uh, it don't have that beautiful yellow tint to it. Is it soft? No, it doesn't. Is it soft enough? It's soft. It's soft. It's not crunchy. Yeah, see, that's fucked up. That, that's when you know it's not right. That's not right. But it's like there's like a it's 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 like an African and West Indian grill, and I was like, oh. hey, hey, look, Layton, I'm gonna tell you something it, right it now. It doesn't dude. blend, man. I, I I get it. I get Layton, what you're trying to do. It they they call them beef patties. Those are called empanadas out here, dog. Yep. I okay. So I I they fed so you I was, an empanada. I, and told you I was, was, was I was I was talking to a girl out here. She's like, "Are you eating a Jamaican empanada?" I was like, "Uh huh." I was like, yep. I, I I don't even I I was like I, I don't even know how to respond to what you're saying. Yeah, like as a Jamaican person, that shit must have offended you deeply. I was like, I I don't even, I I said I, I this is not an empanada. It's a beef patty. And she was like, "Oh, it's it's, it's, it's like an empanada," and I was like, <laughs> "I just." <laughs> So it's empanada like, though, right? It's I mean, empanada, empanada though. <laughs> I tried to tell you, like, no, it's, it's, it's empanada, dog. I, it's empanada. She was, she was trying to, she was trying to, she couldn't understand the concept. So I, That's I, I am uh, really excited to hear the fact that. She completely Cuban beat your entire thing. It was like, yeah, so that's empanada. No, 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 it's yeah, empanada, she, right? She was, she's from like uh, South San Francisco, so she. Uh, and she she's from like an Asian neighborhood, so that's all that's that's all she knew. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh no, it's, I, I'm telling you, West Coast it's an empanada, dude. They they don't exist. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be down here, man, where the Jamaicans are. You're just gonna be eating empanadas and and Mission burritos all day. Yeah, uh, at least I didn't. At least she didn't say it was like a samosa. Was... Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that'd have been bad disrespect. A good Indian. <laughs> Them been fighting words. A little Indian pocket. That's what she thought it was. <laughs> I do like I do like some nice potato uh, samosas though. So I, hey, I, I, I think samosas are great. But guess what? When I want a motherfucking right. meat patty, and you know I want the, I the want spicy beef and the steamed veg, 
and the rice and peas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want. Like, I don't want no empanada. I don't want nothing that kind of tastes like it. I want some jerk so I get the meat sweats. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Poor Layton, man. Man, what out of country over there. Living that San Francisco life. Soon enough, you'll be calling them uh, empanadas yourself. No, 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 no. Um, Okay, so guys. would not have it. Uh, so guys, it's been a, it's been great catching up with all of you. Um, so yeah, uh, just a lot of catch up on sitcoms. I'm, I'm gonna probably turn this, turn the TV on and try to start watching some sitcoms myself. Yeah, because it's 9:15 out there, you bastards. It's, it is 9:15 p.m. right now. Uh, I, I've got a, got a good, for, I've got a good, I've got a good 45 minutes before I gotta go to bed. I'm in Denver uh, so. this weekend, so I gotta, I gotta get ready for an event. All right. So, um, so. The show is Situation Pod. It is on iTunes. It is on Stitcher Radio. I'm going to see if I can put it on that Google Podcast thing that just came out. But um, Yeah, I saw that. That shit looked dope. And uh, we're going to see if I can figure out how the hell to get this show on to that uh, system. And then uh, you can check the show out on Twitter. It's uh, Situation Pod. And uh, if you ever want to tweet me about any sitcoms, what which, what I should be watching, what, I'm, what I am watching, uh, it's, uh, you know... It's uh, Gordon, L-A-T-E, G-O-R-D-O-N. Um, I also have a, like, a Letterboxd D for my other sitcom, uh, my other podcast, Long Late Movie Show. I'm up to 20 movies watched this year. Number I, I have it as a ranked list, my uh, favorite movie of the year. Right now, we're looking at Zootopia with The Witch coming in as, at number two. Hey, uh, my, hey now, Zootopia. Man. Oh, oh, before Let's, we get out of uh, here, we got to talk little, about that witch. No, no, no. Before we get to that witch... We got to do okay. a little small, little bit of get out the room and talking about the invitation. Okay, I, I I like the invitation a lot. It's a little slow, a little slow for me at that at, hey, at the start. The last seventeen minutes, though. I thought that ending is pitch perfect. I love not just ending. the ending, but like the last seventeen seconds. Ah, oh, goodness! I, it makes I, everything within that movie even greater. If you listen to that, uh, if you listen to the Long Late Movie Show uh, from two episodes ago, yeah. that's exactly what I said. Uh, it's, it was a really good movie uh, moment, m- movie until that moment, but that just last shot when you realize what the yep. hell was happening in the yep. entire movie, it takes you way over the edge. Uh, it's, 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 it was. Uh, Alex, you should check out uh, the uh, the invitation. It's got Imayatsi Korealdi. So, 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 really quickly. Logan Marshall Green, nobody knew that he could act that well. Like nobody knew he had that in him. You know, Wait, he Logan played Marshall Green. Yeah, like he he played what was usually kind of reserved for a female. If if you have a a couple who's you know still kind of grieving over the loss of a child, he played the role that is usually reserved for the female, and he played it with nuance. He played it with emotion. He played it really really well i was actually incredibly surprised like since prometheus i think dude just went to the acting gym was like yo i'm not gonna get housed on screen again because <laughs> he was uh, dope. i think it, yeah. he was dope throughout the entire film yeah yeah like, he, his heart was broken man and he's a he's a broken man yeah yeah and seriously he and uh, well, you can't be Sop- bobo tom hardy forever Right. Uh, Karen Kusama, who hadn't, uh, who, who directed uh, Jennifer's Body and Girl Fight and uh, Alien Flux. Yep. Uh, um, All back. So yeah, so she's back. I, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, uh, let's see. Yeah, just a really great movie. Um, now, but, Alex. Really quickly, though. Go for it. I must say, I really love the aspect of the the people, the collection of friends, that they were all different races, mm-hmm. genders, you know, kind of, you know, whatever. It, it's it, like a, it takes place uh, probably, you've probably been over there, uh, Alex. In the hills, you know, in, in the hills, in the hills, the Hollywood Hills, basically, yeah. area. It's, it's, mm. a, it's like a dinner party at, at uh, a house in the Hollywood Hills. Um, and I, they don't let us in the hills very often. <laughs> well, the, the, the one black person who was there. She right. Got that he met the quote. She, she. Man, uh, so I'm I'm reading about the production of the movie. Uh, it has been in production since 2012, and originally it was going to star Luke Wilson, Zachary Quinto, Topher Grace, and uh, John Johnny Galecki. Jesus, Ooh. I but like the way it turned guys, out, but the, the all those people, guys dropped out because the people who, who that would have been a, up, that would have been a larger budget movie. Much, I believe this much movie more was large. only made. The budget for this movie was like a million dollars. Because like I did not know about this movie until I, there's a big BuzzFeed article about the director. Yeah. About how she's pretty much disappeared from uh, from um, from Hollywood, and it, it just like wow. I it was like it was really interesting, really interesting article, and I immediately that night, well that weekend, uh, rented it off iTunes, six ninety nine on iTunes. So you should you can check it out. There. It's six ninety nine on Amazon. Amazon too. Yep. Um, so you can check it out there. And uh, yeah, I, I I totally think it's worth it. I think it's definitely going to make its money back, and hopefully it definitely get, makes uh, money back. It's good. And, and, I just wish the release were larger, and I wish there was um, marketing for you. It's, 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 it's a really good. It's going to be playing a lot of Alamo Draft House, right? I agree. Of, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I believe Alamo Draft House also put some money into this movie, also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it, it'll make its money back, but it's a really good film. Incredibly well acted, paced well. Um, for people who may not necessarily be in a slow burners, you know, if if, it's, if slow burners are not your thing, it'll be tough. But if you like a really good psychological thriller, like if you take the ending of this and take the impact of the ending for this and put it on, say, like Ten Cloverfield Lane, you have a dynamite film. Oh my gosh! I, I, I you know, you are bringing up an excellent point. If you had the, I mean, because uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane is interesting. But All the way, ninety ninety five. Good God, it falls. Did you did you read the original script? No, I did not read the original script. All right, so the original script is better than what they filmed. It's uh, tight now, all the way. Alex, have you seen Ten Cloverfield Lane? I have not. Oh, you're missing the good stuff there, but okay. I, I was going to say maybe maybe Dan could just spoil it, but okay. No, I'm not going to spoil it. But yeah, like if you saw that, like if you read the original, it was just a tight thriller all the way through. Tight psychological mm-hmm. thriller. All the way through, but you know the what the, the Cloverfieldness to the end just stole all of the wind out of the sails of that film. It's a little too I I am I don't want to say it's happy, but it's a little too rah rah for me. Yeah, um, it I, just I, goes I, in the direction that I, I wasn't ready for. After mm-hmm. being such you know being such claustrophobic you know spaces to you know the the way it ended, I was upset about it. But if you take the impact of the invitation and put that on the end of Ten Cloverfield Lane, you you have a dynamite fucking film. Okay. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I really uh, no, Alex, you gotta see the invitation and just that ending is just it's worth the, the the seven bucks you pay. Yep. Just the ending. 
last yeah and last 17 minutes but especially that um that 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 last final shot it it's it, you're you're gonna be like <gasps> yeah you 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 literally gasping when you realize what what what, what the movie was about basically. seriously when you yeah. figure out what like what this whole shit was about and what you've just watched it just changes the complexion of the whole film yeah so great now, film Re- really Damon, really liked it you up, mentioned man? your podcast get out the room uh what's, yes. what's that about Get out the room, man. We've been up to some 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 good stuff. We've uh, we've been taping a lot more in 2016 than we originally thought we would. Scott's about to get married, um, but we're still taping a lot. We just pubbed a uh, new indie project called Scratch. It, I that was Indiegogo, right? Yeah, it was Indiegogo. They reached their goal, actually. So they reached a ten thousand dollar goal. So they'll be they have enough to do. Um, you know, sound and editing and everything else, and then they'll be able to submit it to a couple of different, you know, film places. So hopefully it'll get seen and maybe it'll get picked up for distribution. Uh, the lady, Akila Green, who was the writer and co-producer and who now works for Chelsea Handler's new Netflix show, she came on. We did an interview with her. Really, really cool stuff, man. So we did that. We've been We've been trying to cover some stuff. But it's, we've been trying to kind of differentiate ourselves from the, from the pack because everybody covers The Walking Dead. You know, everybody covers the new shit. But, you know, we'll, we'll probably talk about The Invitation next week after I get back from Denver. Um, we definitely did a little Cloverfield Lane. I don't even know if we aired that episode, but I definitely taped it. <laughs> um, we, we, did, we, did, we definitely did The Witch. The Witch is one of my favorite movies of the year. Uh, Thomason. Thomason is just one of the the most tragic characters you're gonna come across in a super long time, man. But yeah, you can find Get Out the Room. Uh, get Out the Room. Potomatic. Com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Get Out the Room. You can find me at D A E zero two one. Stitcher, iTunes, and yes, the new good Google podcasts. And there's another place that even this show uh, is also found. It's called Listenopoly. It's basically a place for all content for POC, people of color. If there's any type of content on the web, POC Listenopoly has it on there. So you can find us. Okay, I I did not know about this. I got to look this up. Yeah, I I, I submitted us a while ago. So (laughs) Not, not, not a problem, not a problem. Um, I, I, uh, I, I, I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta, whenever they, I see those posts sometimes about black, black podcasts and I, yeah. I always want to, always want to link our episode, but then we never have a new one. So I, I, I always feel bad about that. I always feel like, bad about that. We're usually like a month and a half behind you. Like, Oh, and we haven't had a new episode in six weeks. So I want to say anything. So the next time one of those hashtags goes out, I, 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 I want to jump in on that one. Start one, homie. Oh, I, I, I actually don't, uh. If you look, I don't like hashtagging stuff. Um, I, I you, understand. You, I try. The only thing I hashtag is my food. If you ever look at my all my posts, you very rarely. Actually, I don't think I've made a hashtag. In, in a I only time. hashtag my food. I don't even hashtag my children's soccer goals. That uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know. I, by the way, Damon, 
I, I follow you on Facebook also, and you're a very considerate uh, uh, Facebook person. You don't spam people with too many uh, kid pics. I, I appreciate that. I try not to, man. Like, I, I try to do, like, I try to be really considerate of the fact that, like, not everybody has kids and not everybody gives a shit about that. I, so I, I try mean, to pick, like, me, a, uh, Yes, you you I, are so great about it. Uh, I have, like, three, four uh, friends who, like, daily, it's daily, oh. multiple picks with their kids oh that's brutal. well but then again those kids are under two years old so i guess i can i can kind of understand but you, like, my kid was under two you didn't get a picture every goddamn day it it is every day i i, I i'm amazed um mm. the kids with the dog kid doing you know rolling over all that stuff man let me tell you there's nothing worse than watching my rich friends uh, take pictures with their kids while they're in Hawaii <laughs> and vacation. And Look at you like, you fuckers, I got no worries. Yeah, I'm like, no worries. While I'm over here sweating, dog, I'm like, God damn, I got to go talk to these fucking loan agents. Got to figure this mortgage shit out. Like, nah, we, we on vacation. It was spring break. We took the whole family on vacation. Like, uh, I'm out here humping for 18 hours, gaining weight. Y'all motherfuckers out in you know Hawaii looking <laughs> svelte on the beach. yeah. Looking like, beautiful. Rocking a dad bod. These motherfuckers out here looking good with an eight pack. Fuck out my face. You're supposed <laughs> to have an I'm eight pack at 37 years old. Fuck out my face. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm rocking a dad bod. Ain't got a single child to my name. <laughs> dad bod, everything. Ain't had a kid yet. <laughs> Ain't even married. And I'm sitting here looking at these people. Oh, we're on vacation. Layton out here sexy. Mm. Layton, Layton, yeah, he'd be to have a shirt off uh, in the club. Late no, no, club. never, he got, never. He got I the never hooks like now. I you know can't. Mean? I cannot. He got the Popeye biceps, cause. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll go for that. I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll agree to that. But um, I'll See, agree to that. This is but I have... like, yes, yes, I do. Yes, yes. <laughs> but you're not. I, 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 I am. Uh, you know, I, I actually uh, have been doing pretty well at the gym, but I actually, I actually have uh, not, not been. Uh, I have not been developing the flat stomach. It's just, it's hey, hey Dan, when's the last time you been out in the gym to uh, get a workout? Uh, two weeks ago. Oh, damn. All right. I'm, I'm actually switching gyms, actually. So. Uh-oh. I, so I try to go to gym on Friday and Monday because those are, like, days at work when it's easy for me to go. So I try to go then. It shit don't always happen. When I get busy, I go to events like this week. So obviously I'm not going Friday because I'll be in Denver. The events start, like, I'm going to be out the hotel at 630, so... Ain't gonna happen then. We're not gonna get back to the hotel until eight thirty at night, so that shit ain't gonna happen. But when I come back, hopefully the Monday that I have off, I'll be able to go. But I'm still <laughs> fat, so it don't matter. I'm just trying to make sure I'm heart attack and shit. You got, you gotta keep it. You gotta, you gotta keep. I, you know, I can't imagine like, because I go to the gym. I used to go to. I used to when I was a lot uh, under thirty. I used to go to the gym for two hours, four they, days a week. You don't have any uh, fucking kids. Fuck yeah, it. I know. That's why. That's why I said I can't do. I can't, I can't imagine like what it ain't, it ain't even down. that deep, Damon. He is a single man in San Francisco. He that's ain't got nothing to work. Yeah, and I don't need work. You should be Let walking me tell around you. with your underwear off, no right? shirt. Just if I was, you if I was single. By the way, I have been, I have been, I have been complimented on my calves. That 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 means oh, 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 got this calves out there with the weights on. How many we got? Uh, Careful! I, I have, I have Yo, you sounded like Joe Bloop over here. No, right. they're, they're very nice cats. I, 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 I hit them very well. <laughs> Number one, sir, who the fuck are you, and where's Layton? 
telling you. Where was the late night? <laughs> he took a, hey, he took a vacation from us. He was just like, I'm taking a vacation. Yeah. Dude, no, no, no. I love him right now. I'm about things, to be out here getting these wins, B. Things happen. Oh. Uh, I don't normally go out on Tuesdays. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm back to being free on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, and Mondays. Uh, so, um, yeah. I, getting these wins, B. No, no, no wins. No wins. Because I, I, I still don't have uh, a girl right now. So, um, so, so there's there's no winning. Just, just if friends. it makes you feel any better, San Andreas with Alexander Dario is on. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now uh, Alex, why don't you uh, wrap us up, take us out with uh, your uh, your your contact info? Uh, they they can find me on Twitter at Jiggy's My Day Job. That's where I am all day, every day. You see me, um, I'm on Twitter enough enough not talking about shit at all, but you know, fucking around talking to W Kamal Bell and Kevin Avery from another podcast, getting out there bullshitting. So why don't you me ask up? them to come on our podcast? Man, look. I wish I wish I could ask both of them brothers to come on the podcast. I don't know if it would happen. I can ask. Let me go ahead. I will. I'll, I'll throw it out there. Uh, might sure. get W. Kamal Bell, Kevin yeah. Avery. On the other hand, I don't know. We kind of got an antagonistic uh, Twitter relationship. I like fucking with him a lot. So he come might on, ain't doing nothing. Come on, ain't doing nothing. But hanging out with KKK members. Oh, oh yeah, he does have his new uh, CNN show. Yeah, that that is that is um, true, but. I'll ask him. I'll see what see what's up. But that's where I'm at. That's where you can find me. You'll find me out there tweeting. I'm one of their uh, followers of their um, podcast. I'm a Denzelit, so you know you catch me out there fucking around, making jokes, making light skin jokes at that. So <laughs> that's right. No offense, no offense, Dave. No offense, but you know, it's just ain't no light skin people listening. To this. Go ahead, man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Oh, All right. Um, so uh, for Damon and for Alex, I'm Leighton. Um, this has been the return of the Situation Potomy podcast. Um, I just want to say, we're, we're again, I always make this promise, but I want to be regular with the show. I want to be catching up with all these shows. And uh, yeah, so uh, let's uh, talk next week. Uh, good night, everyone. Getting these wins, B. Empanadas. <laughs> <laughs>